listening to the Miracle Word Podcast. We believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. All right, so here's the deal. If you're wondering what's going on, um, we got notified yesterday that I've been banned from, um, you know, I've been banned from YouTube and uh, they're keeping me off for seven days and uh, no, no live streaming, no posting, uploading, anything. Banned for seven days. That's just because I got a strike. So they strike your account. Um, and basically, it's a three strikes you're out policy, from my understanding. You get one strike, seven day ban. You get another strike, I think it's a two week ban, something like that. And then if, if you get your third strike, then um, your third strike, they just, I guess, cancel your account. They delete your account. Um, so I wanted to talk about something today because. Um, I, I know this stuff is coming. We all, we know, all knew it was coming. It was happening to other people. Um, I'm definitely not the first. I won't be the last. But I want to talk to you about a couple of things. I would go to these other platforms like Rumble and all, but no, nobody's, nobody's on there. It's like, I feel, I feel like nobody goes to those places. We're just going to have to start broadcasting from our, our, our app, you know, our, our own app. The thing is, the, the further you go into the future... Here's what I'm here's what I'm realizing. Now think about it logically. If you get if you get deleted, and I'm thinking about the church moving forward, all of the church, the body of Christ. If if you get to that place, you know, like where China like where China's at, um, if you get to the place where China's at, where you just can't say anything, you can't. You, there's no free speech. You can't say anything against the government. You can't none of that stuff. Um, then if they can, it, it's like. The app only helps you to a certain point. And we've seen that in the last year and a half, right? So, um, so what do you mean by that? Well, obviously, YouTube's not my platform. Facebook's not my platform. Twitter's not my, I don't own those platforms. I do own my app. However, I don't own the store that provides my app, right? So let's say they wanted to get real wild with it and say, listen, we, we know what you're saying. We know what you're preaching. We know what you're talking about. Um, we're going to actually just have your app removed from the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Well, I do own my app, but if I don't, if they restrict me, because again, I don't have control over the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. So if they decide to restrict me, as they've already done to other people, uh, that they've taken off of the App Store, dropped their app, you say, well, you can just podcast then. It's the same thing. If I put my podcast out, and Spotify, uh, and, and Apple podcasts and, and whoever else, Google podcasts and Stitcher, they'll, they'll just say like, we, you know, we've been instructed that what you're saying is, uh, dangerous and, and we can't have it on again. You don't own those platforms, right? So they just, as they've done to other people, they just delete your podcast and all the episodes. And they have done that to others in the last year and a half. So you say, what, what do you do? Well, the next, the only, the only next thing you can do, and I, I've thought about this to the, to the nth degree, right, is the only other thing you can do is you buy, you basically, 
uh, you, I mean, I already own it all, this, this equipment to live stream, but then you have to live stream it like we used to do when live streaming first came out directly to your website. So you're not on any social media platforms, you're not on any podcast platforms, you have to um, broadcast directly to your website. Well, here's what happens. Yes, I own my website, but, where, but my website is hosted on a server. Like, you know, you, when you host a website, it can be on GoDaddy's servers, whatever. They've done this to people in the last year and a half. And they say, listen, we, uh, we don't like what you're saying. And so we're, we're taking your website down from whoever, the GoDaddy server. And your, your website is no longer allowed to be live. So then they take away your ability to even live stream or speak from your own website. Um, they did that even this last year and a half to... Uh, what's that? What's that guy's name that does the uh, Infowars? Uh, his name always jumps out of my mind. Some somebody in the um, pot. Alex Jones. They obviously, you know, they did it to Alex Jones, where they didn't just take him off all social media. They didn't just take down his app and his podcast, all that. They also took his website down from the server, right? So his website totally gone. Uh, and if, if hackers had not gone in and put it back up, he wouldn't even have a website. So you say, well, what do you do then? At that point, you have to buy your own servers that you host in your own building and upload your website or basically host your website on your own personal servers that you purchase. Here's the, here's the downside. If you get that big to where they don't like your voice, then what do they do? Then they say, listen, uh, we know you're still broadcasting from your own servers, from your office. We are going to stop sending internet signal. Uh, we're cutting off your internet signal to your offices. And so that's where they're at. It's like, uh, okay, you've got to um, now find a way. So it's like, I don't know. If, if Christians have thought this through all the way to the end, I don't know why, and I'm sure that, you know, go, go as far as you want people trying to resist you. You'll have to find a way, if it gets to the worst of the worst, people would have to find a way to create their own internet signal, which means Christians should be launching their own satellites into space. <laughs> I mean, if we're going all the way to the end of the logical uh, argument, end of the argument is uh, the last thing they can do is, is stop you from having internet. To, to be able to send things out or cellular signal. Because again, uh, you could do it from your phone instead of having like somebody Xfinity or whoever run it to your office or your house. But at the end of the day, that means, you know, Christians should be able to launch their own satellites into space to provide their own signal of some sort. Um, but it, it, it's funny because we see, and I'm gonna talk about that. Um, Julie said, Israel has their own satellites. You know, it, it's, it's interesting when you think about it because you say like, what would the devil want to do to fully block uh, the, the, the freedom to preach the gospel, to speak the word of God? That's what he would do. And that's what's already been happening. And, um, you know, it's always on the guise, uh, under the guise of something else, right? In Canada, when they took preachers off TV a few years ago, it was for preaching against um, you know, the, the LGBTQ agenda. And so it, it was, it was um, started with a warning. Second strike was $10,000 fine. 
third strike, they uh, took you to jail. And I think that may have been altered some since then, but that's what they did. And they could come into your church and go through your archives, your archived footage, and if they found anything, not that's airing on TV, even if they found anything that was archived in your footage, they, they would be able to do the same thing to you. So, and, and it wasn't just like you were up there with quote unquote hate speech. You couldn't even read out of um, Romans chapter one about what Paul said regarding homosexuality. So it, it, it's getting so much so like that. And we're talking about some of the, you know, we're talking about free countries. These are not communist regimes. These are not dictatorships, uh, although it's, it's headed in that direction. That's not where we're at. But Erica said the, the miracle word bat signal is getting closer to being a reality. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we're going to have to have the Victory Tribe logo into a light on the top of the building, shooting, shooting it into the clouds. And it'll be like, <laughs> you know, Victory Tribe assemble. Mona said Starlink. It's, I'm telling you, uh, because uh, when you recognize the thing that I'm teaching about today, you understand that the spirit of this world does not want people to be able to freely speak because from the, from the beginning of time, I want you to understand this from the beginning of time, from the beginning of time, the enemy has known that the freedom to be able to speak is truly a powerful freedom. I've taught this and I think I believe I taught it this week. Um, second Corinthians chapter four and verse 13, the Bible says that the spirit of faith is released by speaking. I preached on this at camp meeting. I've been hammering it home. I've been playing the song every morning. There's a spirit of faith in the air. Um, the spirit of faith is released by speaking. It's released by speaking. The gospel is released by speaking. You know, people say, you know, preach the gospel and when necessary, use words. What a dumb thing to say. You know, I, I get it. It's like, you know, um, you, what they're saying is, you know, let, you, let the actions of your life show, you know, the gospel and that you belong to Jesus. That's not the Bible. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible doesn't teach, you know, um, uh, that the only thing you need to do is to live for God. The Bible does teach you should do that. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. That is a, ver a verse of scripture. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. That's a scripture. But that is not God's method of bringing the lost in to the kingdom of God. The God, God's method, God has chosen the foolishness of preaching. Yes, we have our own app. We've had our own app for years, Dawn. She said, um, if you have your own, so you have your own app, we need to download it. Yes, we have our own app. Search Miracle Word in the App Store or the Google Play Store. And we've had our own app for years. And uh, if you want to get it, you need to get it. We have a 24-hour uh, digital radio station. We've got all kinds of stuff. It's Right now, it's, it's being, uh, our server's being repaired. But it'll be back up, I think, what, tomorrow? It's back up tomorrow. But we've had it for years, been running all this preaching, teaching, uh, everything. So download it in the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store. But uh, I'm telling you that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching. You have to be able to speak what the Bible says. The spirit of faith is released by preaching. You have to be able to speak. 
That's why anytime there's a nation or a group of people that are operating under an anti-Christ, anti-God spirit, they want to shut down the opposition's ability to freely speak. Think about that. I'm going to take you through the Bible and show you. Anytime there is a, a nation, a leader, a group that is operating under an anti-Christ, anti-God spirit, they always want to restrict their opposition's ability to speak. Why do you think Hitler had the incinerations of the 1940s? Why do you think they incinerated books? Why do you think they, they had to take control of the minds of the young people in, the, in an entire nation? And so what do they do? They incinerated piles and piles and piles of books, Incinerate, burnt them up, and they had state-controlled uh, uh, education for, for the next generation. Why do you think? It's because you have to put into the minds of the next generation what you want them to hear, what you want them to say, what you want them to know. Isn't it interesting? Even those that, that preach like tolerance, you know, tolerance. That's why if you look at the radicals of the LGBTQIA community, they don't want you to be able to speak or say whatever you want to say. That's why they throw that term around so loosely, hate speech. It's not hate speech to have an opinion. It's not hate speech to have an opinion. That's why when that girl went on to the, um, her name just uh, escaped me. Is, is it Riley? Uh, what's her name? That went on in San Francisco, went on to the college campus to give a, uh, a lecture about um, protecting women and women's sports. The LGBTQ um, contingent on campus assaulted her physically, beat her surrounded her, cornered her, and would not let her leave and, and begin people that were, um, you know, trans people punched her, hit her. You can't even speak. You can't even have a debate. Why? Because if you're going to uh, have control, if you're going to have full control, then you have to have full control of the thought process, full control of the, what's being said. And that's why the anti-Christ, anti-God spirit wants to fully control what is being said, what is being heard? Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you look her name up? She, she got, beat, yeah, got beat up by men. Riley Gaines. That's right, AJ. Riley Gaines. And it was on the campus in San Francisco, I believe. Find, find the exact college where that took place. It's not like a secret. You know, it was in the news. Went to have a lecture about protecting women and women's sports and got beaten for it. On a, on, a, on a college campus, not an alleyway, on a college campus. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. AJ, nothing like being beaten by mostly peaceful protesters. It's not the mostly peaceful ones I'm worried about. It's the other ones. San Francisco State, San Francisco State University. Can't even, can't even give a lecture about protecting women and women's sports without being physically assaulted by those that are tolerant, that are preaching tolerance. It's demonic. It's demonic. People are demonized. I'm trying to get banned from Facebook now. People are demonized. Absolutely demonized. And the colleges and the universities are cesspools of antichrist rhetoric. It's exactly what they're indoctrination centers. It's exactly what they are. Public school system indoctrination centers. 
And I'm telling you, there's a, uh, uh, the, the Antichrist system, the way it functions and has functioned since the beginning of time. Because think about this. What is Christ? Christ is the word made flesh. He's what? He's the word. When Hugo Chavez sent all Christian evangelists and missionaries out of Venezuela and said, we will not have any uh, proselytizing, evangelizing Christian crusades. What was he doing? Trying to shut down the word in an entire nation. He's dead and gone. Quickly after that, died and left the earth. Because God has a desire to see people changed and saved by the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.16, the Bible, Paul's teaching here, he said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. It is. I mean, if you don't think this, I and mean, this is not just Christians talking like this. This is, this is uh, even people who don't serve the Lord recognize this kind of manipulation and control. I mean, they, try, they tried to cancel Joe Rogan o- over this during the last few years. The problem is he's too big to be canceled. He's too big to be canceled, so you can't cancel him. You can, you can try to roast him on CNN. You can try to roast his decisions. You can try to act like he doesn't know what he's talking about. You, all of that stuff. And if you missed it, when you were saying like, he, he, you know, he's, when they were saying, you know, he's, he's taking horse dewormer and all that stuff. And he had Sanjay Gupta on his podcast and basically backed him into, into a corner of uh, admitting your, your network is openly and knowingly lying, openly and knowingly lying to their viewers. And he tried to dance around it like, I was like, no, you are a liar. You're, the people on your network are liars, liars. And, 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 you know, it's like, if you speak like that, you call it out, you get shut down, you get canceled. He's too big to be canceled. Dave Chappelle speaking out about stuff. He's too big to be canceled. You can't get, you get to the place where you're, you're not cancelable. You have somebody like, <laughs> it's funny how you have somebody like Joe Rogan podcast, millions of people listen to it. Millions upon millions upon millions. And these, these networks like CNN have next to nobody watching. CNBC, next to nobody watching. Even Fox News. Because they're all, they're all um, at this point, they're all just saying whatever a big pharma that buys their advertising wants them to say. There's no question about it. It's all contrived and controlled because there's a spirit of anti-God, anti-Christ at work. And the way it functions is that it wants to suppress the truth. It wants to manipulate. It wants to give you its own uh, understanding or mindset. And anything outside of that, you get removed. That's right. So how, how is this function? Even since the beginning of time, I told you this, what, hey, Luanda, what are the very first words we have on record that the enemy said in the Bible? Very first words. Did God really say Genesis three verses one and two, Genesis three verses one and two said to Eve, did God really say, and then what did he do? After he said that he then manipulated what God did say and made it wrong. No, God did not say we can't eat from any of the trees of the garden. He said just this one, but see the enemy tries to twist even what God says, take the truth and manipulate the truth. 
Did God really say? So that's the beginning. That's the beginning. The anti-God spirit from the beginning tries to manipulate so that you're confused about what God really said. You're confused about it. Oh, did God, well, did God really say that? I, I, you know, I, and then that's how people are. They don't know the word, so they're confused even about what God said, let alone what, what is true in life. And you know, I'll tell you something. That's why I truly believe, I really do believe this, um, because whether or not he's made, made a, a decision to make Jesus Christ the Lord of his life or not, I don't know. I believe his daughter has. I believe his wife has. But Dr. Jordan Peterson, the reason that I believe he has risen in popularity so uh, swiftly over the last few years is because even those that are unbelievers are recognizing what's going on. You know, he rose to prominence after, uh, you know, he's Canadian, taught at the University of Toronto. He has tenure there. Um, uh, clinical psychology, <clears throat> um, and he's a, he's a practicing clinical psychologist as well, an author and everything else. But uh, when when Ontario, the province in Canada, Ontario, uh, decided to pass a bill, uh, those that are in Canada, if I believe it was uh, titled Bill C-16, if I'm not correct, uh, then correct me in the comments, but I think it was Bill C-16, which basically part of that bill uh, would criminalize you you could be, there could be litigation if you did not refer to a trans person by their preferred pronouns. How do I know? You know, you're going to criminalize that? So the, he began to say, this is unprecedented. There's never been a time in the history of English common law where uh, there has been forced speech, coerced speech. There's always been things you can't say, but there's never been things you have to say. There's never been things you have to say. And that's what they're doing. Making it illegal if you didn't say something that, they, that you, you don't even want to say it. Now, you want to, believe, you want to hear my opinion on this? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you my opinion. My opinion is to use a trans person's pronouns is a sin. I know that's strong, but it's a sin. You know why? Because it's calling God a liar. It's, ca it's calling God a failure. And it is a lie. And liars will find their place in the lake of fire, the Bible says. It's a lie. I'm not calling you she, standing there with a full beard Adam's apple and a pair of, you know, a twig and berries hanging down below. <laughs> Sorry, you had to hear that. I'm not doing it. It's a lie. And I'm not a liar. And I'm not, I'm not calling you her. I'm not calling you she. Not because I don't love you. Not because I hate you. I love you. I love you. But I'm not playing into the lie and the mental uh, problem. And it is a mental problem. It's an issue. It's demonic. And I love you. I want you to hear that. I love you. I don't hate you. <laughs> I'm not angry at you. But I'm not playing into the lie at all. And I believe it's a sin. Because it's a lie, and it calls God a liar, and it calls God a failure. God didn't call you a woman. God called you a man. You come out of that body, you've got, and you're a man. I hate the term biological male. You're a male. And I'm not going to call God a failure, and I'm not going to call God a liar. He's the creator. If he created you, then he created you. Amen. 
Yeah, that's right. I'm not. I'm not getting. Forget about the 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 uh, opposite sex pronouns. I'm not. I'm not getting into the animal. You you'll never hear me calling you frog self. <laughs> I'm not calling you frog self. I'm not calling you kitty. It's not happening. I believe it's a sin to call God a failure and a liar, and it is a lie, and I refuse to align myself with the lie. <laughs> Julie said, I'm not sure I want my blueberries for lunch now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I ruined lunch. I'm sorry I ruined lunch. <coughs> That's right, AJ. Saying biological male implies there's at least one other type of male, and there's not. That's exactly right. Male and female, he created them. Male and female. By the way, just an update for everybody. If you do have a gender reassignment surgery, there's only one other gender that you can be reassigned to. There's not 19, there's not 100, there's not 1,000. There are two. You can tell them, hey, I, I, I was born a female, I want you to make me a male. I was born a male, I want you to make me a female. There's only two. Those are the only surgeries you can get. I mean, I'm sure you could have them, I'm sure that you could have them, you know, install some fangs and put some points on your ear and have like a, a vampire surgery, but you're still either a boy vampire or a girl vampire. <laughs> There's only two. And I'm not playing, playing into the lie. It's, what is it? It's an attack against the truth of speech. And that's why he rose up. He said, I, you know, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And he said, I don't care. Even in my college classroom, he said, if I don't believe it's, you know, and he's not, he was, I don't even, at the time, I don't think he was claiming to be a Christian. Uh, and I don't know that he claims to be now, but you know, I will say I went to see him and, and, and he said, and he was speaking about Christianity. And when he, when he was speaking about Christians, he, he said, we as Christians. So you know, I know his daughter got saved and I know his wife got saved. I'm praying that he accepted Christ as his savior. But, um, you know, he said, I'm not, I'm not doing it. If I feel it's disingenuous, if I feel it's, 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 the, it's this uh, leftist mafia group trying to control me, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And the devil has always tried to blur the lines of truth, manipulate the truth, and make you say what he wants you to say and believe what he wants you to believe. Second Kings seven, the prophet Elisha prophesies what God says. And here comes an influential man, the captain of the King's guard. Well, if God opened the windows of heaven, could that thing really be casting doubt and unbelief on what the prophet just prophesied? Yes. Yes. Captain of the guard, you genius. That's the point. If God does it, anything's possible. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's possible. It's possible. Oh, if God opened up the windows of heaven, he said, you'll see it, but you'll not eat any of it. Second Kings seven, you'll see it happen, but you'll not eat or experience any of it. And that's exactly what happened. The famine came to an end. There was plenty of food available. They opened the gates for people to come get food in the city square. And when they did, they, the crowd trampled that captain of the guard until he was dead. It's a dangerous thing to doubt the word of God. Let me tell you how the, de the devil works with demonic influence. Look at Acts chapter 13. If, you did, if you've never seen this story, I want you to see this is, this is a perfect picture in one passage of how this works, how this functions. 
Acts chapter 13. Um, <clears throat> verse four. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia and from there they sailed to Cyprus. And when they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews and they had John to assist them. And when they'd gone through the whole island, as far as Paphos, they came upon a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. And he was with the proconsul, uh, Sergius Paulus, the governor, a man of intelligence who summoned Barnabas and Saul and wanted to hear the word of God. But Alemus, the magician, for that's the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the proconsul or the governor away from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy. Will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now behold, the hand of the Lord's upon you and you'll be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. And immediately mist and darkness fell upon him and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. And then the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. He was astonished at what? The teaching of the Lord. So notice, it wasn't the miracle of the blind, uh, the, the magician going blind that caused him to believe. It was the teaching of the Lord. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. But look at what this sorcerer was trying to do. Don't believe Paul. Don't believe what they're telling you. Don't believe this message. It's not true. It's fake. What are you doing? Undermining the truth. And that is what the spirit of this world, the antichrist spirit does. Undermines the truth. Manipulates the truth. Changes the truth. And I'm telling you right now, that's how it always works. It's how it always works. Manipulating the truth. Manipulating the truth. Always. And if you don't agree that what they say is true is true, then guess what? You're canceled, you're blocked, you're, your channel's taken down, you're, you're social media, whatever. Whatever it might be. Because I'm gonna tell you how this, how this is functioning now. You know, we, it's funny how, um, you know, and, I, and you know me, if you've watched this broadcast for any period of time, I don't even do like medical broadcasts. You know, that's how they struck us. They struck us as medical misinformation. I don't even do medical broadcasts. And I talked about, uh, one of the things I did talk about, I've, I've had two warnings, but one strike, uh, bo both of them labeled medical misinformation. Well, how funny is it that the goalposts have moved so many times that the things that you could have been taken off social media a year and a half ago for saying, the government is actually saying those exact same things now. Independent university studies are saying those exact same things right now, right now. Right now. <clears throat> and people were canceled. People had their whole channels stripped away from them over the last two and a half, three years. And now the whole narrative has changed. And they're admitting the things that others were saying back then. And now their channel's gone, though. Too late now. Too late now. Too late now. And, they, and I'm telling you, this is a, a, a control issue. It's not just one issue. It's a control issue. All they have to do is say that the things that you're saying, the things that you're speaking are dangerous to the public. People shouldn't be hearing this. People shouldn't be hearing this. And I understand the concept that it's a privatized company. 
They have terms and services, they have regulations, and if you violate their terms and services, then, then they can do what they want. I get all that, I get all that, but what do you do? Yeah, exactly, Vivian. When, when, when they start to say, well, people that, are, th- that believe in faith healing, divine healing, you know, like, they, like they tried to do to Brother Shambach, where they arrested him for practicing medicine without a license. Practicing medicine without a license. Brought him before a judge. Disturbing the peace, practicing medicine without a license. What do, what do you do when they come to the place where they declare in you know, Canada and, and, and you know, the U.S. that people that claim to believe in faith healing are dangerous to society because that's medical misinformation. That if you speak and say Jesus Christ is a healer and that he has the ability and power to heal you supernaturally, right? And see, they say, well, no, that's, that, that's causing people to be hurt physically because now they're believing in this, this fake healing instead of getting medical attention, medical help, and whatever they want to say, however they want to frame it, however they want to frame it. And then they say, well, you're now, now you're a, a threat to society because people are believing you, you're a public figure, they believe what you're saying, and it's medical misinformation, it's causing people to, however they want to frame it. And Lena has the question in the comments, where's the freedom of speech? But the, <clears throat> here's how they get around that, Lena, is that you don't have freedom of speech on one of these platforms. You don't have freedom of speech on YouTube. You don't have freedom of speech on Facebook. Because it's not, a, it's not a public space. It's a privatized company that has to put up terms and services. They have regulations. They have policies that if you violate them, it's not that, uh, it's not that your American freedom of speech necessarily has been hindered. It's that in this platform, we have rules and regulations. And if you violate them, we have the ability. So when you come in, form an account, you're agreeing to the terms and services. So there's like a, 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 a almost like a, you know, you, you, you have a contract that basically says, by using your site, I will agree to abide by your terms and services. And if I don't, you then have the right to exercise um, whatever, you know, judgment comes down. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me. And Aaron's exactly right. Modern day persecution is beginning with censorship. But that's how it always begins. As I said earlier, that's how it began in uh, 1939 Germany. You know, when they start taking control of the minds of people, burning books, burning, you know, they don't want people hearing anything and everything. They want people to hear what they say, believe what they say. They want to control the, the information chain. That's how it is. why it's so dangerous to have monopolies in these areas. You know, people don't see that. How, how convenient. It's dangerous to have monopolies in these areas because then all they have to do is one company or two companies has to say, no, you're done. You're done. And then you're done. You, you just think, think about the land. Here's what blows my mind. Think about the landscape that is owned by just, I'll name, I'll name four. Apple, Meta, which owns Facebook and all subsidiaries. Google. I mean, just if I just listed those, Apple, Meta, Google. <laughs> I mean, and, and the things they own. So that means if that's the case with Meta, you know, if Meta removes you, you're gone from Facebook, you're gone from Instagram, you're gone from Messenger, you're gone from WhatsApp. I mean, you're erased. If Google is done with you, you know, and again, if you have a Google device, Google, the Google store, your device is shut down, 
you know, whatever. Same with Apple. Done with the store, your podcast is down, your device is down. You, you understand what I'm saying? So just those three, throw in another company like Amazon. And I know they're not necessarily in the same business uh, in that way. But behind the scenes, Amazon, people don't own, know this, but Amazon owns a massive amount. This is where their real money is of the servers and data storage that people are using across the world, really. Even government data storage. Amazon has data farms. If you don't know this, huge plots of land where they just build warehouses that are massive data farms. Where, because the, the biggest, the biggest um, currency in our day and age is data. If you don't know that, it is. That's right. Ben knows he hates it. AWS. Tell me again what it stands for. Amazon something server. T tell me again, Ben, what that stands for, AWS. But Amazon, data farms. That's the real currency in 2023 is data, other people's data. Web services. Oh, okay, web services. Amazon web services. So I'm just telling you, and this is how it is. And if, if they can't manipulate what's being said, you know what they'll do? They'll cancel what's being said. They'll cancel it. Look at Daniel chapter six. Daniel had a, a Daniel had a uh, tradition. It, it was his dedication to the Lord. Every single day, three times a day. Um, let, let me stop for a second. AJ says that's what happened to Parlor a year or so ago. They were on Amazon Web Servers, so that's how they got taken down. AJ is because Amazon basically ruled them out and said, we're, we're, we're not going to allow you. Amazon shut Parler down off their servers. Because I, did, I didn't read about that, but sounds like something that would happen. Parler, par, Parler was be, trying to become like the, the conservative, I remember all that, trying to become the conservative space for people uh, to, to have their freedom of speech, but they were hosted on Amazon web servers and got shut down. So you see what I'm saying? That's exactly what I'm talking about. She's like, we'll form our own social media. Okay, where are you going to host it? <laughs> because they were not, quote unquote, moderating hate speech. And so Amazon, so that's what I said at the beginning of this broadcast, is that even if, the, if, if it's your own social media, where are you going to host it? You have to have your own data farm. You have to be able to host your own stuff on your own servers. And so what are you going to do? If you're going to really make something that, that's a rival, you, you better have the money to, to drop into the, the, the kind of server space that you need for, you know, millions, hundreds of millions of people. And that's the point I'm making. That's the exact point I'm making. And they did that to Daniel in Daniel 6. His freedom to pray, to speak to God, freedom to worship, freedom to pray three times a day, knelt down, prayed. And evil men with an anti-God spirit. I mean, I don't know if you saw this <clears throat> the other day. But I, what was it? Minis no, it was Minnesota or Montana? Minnesota or Montana just um, uh, made it legal for them to do the audible, like they do in Middle Eastern countries, the audible uh, Islamic calls to prayer. You know, if you've ever seen the minarets um, in the Middle Eastern countries, the minaret towers where they have the calls to prayer uh, the five times a day. Uh, can you look that up and see if it was Minnesota or Montana that just legalized the call to prayer? The public audible call, Minnesota. Yep, Minnesota. So 
Now in Minnesota, you'll have, just like in Middle Eastern countries, uh, the audible calls to prayer. But you can't pray, uh, have Christian prayer in schools. You can't have the Ten Commandments. You can't, but, but now we're, we're legalizing. Doesn't that show you something? Doesn't it show you that the spirit of this world? How crazy is it that you never see people that are boycotting um, religion? How come there's no, why are there no LGBTQIA plus uh, protests outside of mosques? How come? Why are there none outside of mosques? Why don't you see? You know, they just had, my cousin was making me laugh. He had the, uh, the, the, the satanic uh, group came and did their, their international meeting uh, in a hotel ballroom. And, you know, in that meeting, you know, they were ripping up Bibles and stuff, tearing up Bibles. How come they don't tear up Korans? Why, are, why is nobody tearing the Quran on camera? <laughs> I know why, but I mean, I'd like to hear why you think. <laughs> Tammy's right, because it's not the truth. That's one reason. But they also understand the repercussions. Because Christians don't come and behead you if you tear up a Bible or speak against. <laughs> you, you can in other countries, Leslie. In other countries, it's illegal. In, in Muslim countries, it's illegal and punishable. That's why they were boycotting uh, Qatar uh, during the World Cup because, you know, their stance on LGBTQIA. They were boycotting. They, they didn't want Qatar to have um, the World Cup and hosted there because of their stance on that. But let me tell you, when you got that much money, it doesn't matter what other people want. doesn't matter what other people want. And they hosted the World Cup anyway. But again, you go to those Middle Eastern countries, totally illegal and punishable. That's how they operate. Uchenna said, in Nigeria, you're still arrested for trans lifestyle or homosexual prostitution. So you go to these other nations and it's illegal. And there's, but let me tell you something. <clears throat> they understand that. That's why you don't see them boycotting outside of mosques, laying down in driveways to not allow Muslims to come to mosque. That's why they're not ripping up the Quran on camera and, and, and blast whatever. I'm just telling you, they know, they know. And also it's the same spirit. It's the same spirit. I'm doing my best today to just get totally canceled. The same spirit that drives false religions is the same spirit that drives demonic influence, and it's the same spirit that drives the LGBTQIA community. Same spirit. There's no difference. And the Bible's clear on that. The Bible's clear on that. I thought, since I had one strike, why not try to get strikes from other social media outlets? Romans chapter 1. I'm just going to read it. Paul wrote this. God, God had wrath for their unrighteousness. Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. <coughs> God has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power, divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they're without excuse for although they knew God, they did not honor him or as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened claiming to be wise. They became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, 
God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the, cre the creature rather than the creator, who's blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature, and the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another, men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. And they are gossip, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. They, though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those that practice them. So notice, lists all kinds of things. But it lists by name, homosexuality. So to anybody that acts like, well, that's not in the Bible, that's Old Testament. You're just trying to pull stuff out of uh, Leviticus. No, no. It's in Romans, in the New Testament, Testament, under grace, under the early church, after Jesus died. Paul was very clear. It has nothing to do with men and boys and, you know, underage. Nope. It has nothing to do with that. The Bible is very clear here when you read it. And the Bible says men committing shameless acts with men burning with lust for one another, consumed with passion for one another. You see that? It's very clear. And so to say uh, that, no, God's cool with that. No, it's the same antichrist spirit that drives false religions. And notice what, what it was here that caused them to go down that road is idolatry. They wouldn't worship God. They were worshiping other gods. They were worshiping other gods. So what I'm saying is what the Bible teaches, the same spirit that drives false religion, the same spirit that drives worship of false gods is the same spirit that drives demonic influence. And it's the same spirit that drives the LGBTQIA community. You can see it very clearly. Same spirit that drives the satanic church. It's all the same spirit. It's the spirit of antichrist, anti-God, calling God a liar calling God a failure. It's the same spirit. It's not different. It's not different. That's why they all rail against Christianity. All of them do. False religions do. Demonic spirits do. The LGBTQIA community does. Satanic church does. That's right. Because that's prophecy. Aaron McRae said the greatest God that men worship is themselves. And that was Bible prophecy, the Apostle Paul. In the last days, men would be lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. And that's where we're at. It's exactly where we're at. Acts chapter 4. I'll finish here and then we'll pray. Acts chapter 4. God bless you. Acts chapter 4, <clears throat> um, verse 16. Notice what they want to do. Shut down. They want to shut down the ability for people to speak freely about Jesus. That's what I'm talking about today. Acts 4, the council brought Peter and John. They stood in front of them saying, what shall we do with these men? For that a notable sign has been performed through them is evident to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. We can't deny it. So the miracle that took place 
with the man at the gate called Beautiful on the way to the temple. He was lame, healed instantly by the power of God. They said, hey, we can't deny there was a miracle and everybody knows it. So what are we supposed to do with these men? But in order that it may spread no further among the people, let us warn them to speak no more in anyone in this name, the name of Jesus. So they called them, verse 18, charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. What is that? Censorship. Censorship. We don't care what else you do. Just don't speak in the name of Jesus. Don't preach. Don't teach. Don't speak the name of Jesus. But Peter and John, they had the right answer. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge. For we cannot but speak of what we've seen and heard. And when they had further threatened them, see, there it is. Well, we're going to censor you. We're going to warn you, but then we're going to threaten you. Then we're going to threaten you. And that's where we're at. We're the place where people are being threatened. <laughs> There's people online in that community that are now openly threatening people. And I know, I understand it's not everybody, but let me tell you, it is, there are threats on social media going out. I dare you to stop me from using the bathroom that I want to use. It'll be the last mistake you ever make. That, that's the kind of stuff we're seeing. People ma making these comments online. I dare you to try to stop me or someone else that I know from using the bathroom that, that I want to use. It'll be the last mistake you ever make in your life. You think threats, when they can't silence them, they threaten them. That's exactly what's happening now, threats. Look at the, the uh, Acts chapter 5. Uh, let me read verses 27, 28, and 29 now. This is the very next chapter. I love this answer. It was my answer through all of 2020 and 2021. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council and the high priest questioned them saying, we strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us, Jesus. And they said, Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than men. There it is. We must obey God rather than men. We must obey God rather than men. Men. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I said that through all of 2020. I said that all, all of 2021. I'm not stopping because they said stop. I refuse. I refuse. I didn't stop traveling. I didn't stop preaching. I didn't stop laying hands on people. We didn't stop lining them up. We didn't stop doing, I didn't stop doing what the Lord said to do. Ever. Ever. I didn't say, well, we better cancel some of these, use some wisdom. Didn't, not ever. And I'm telling you right now, this is what's, this is the, this is the direction that the spirit of Antichrist wants to go. This is the direction. To try to keep people from being able to speak and to say what is true. The devil hates the truth. Do you know why uh, God hates lying? It's not because lying is bad or lying is wrong. or he, No, it's because he is the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. The word is the truth. The reason that God hates lying is because he is the truth. Not because he loves the truth. He is the truth. And the devil hates the truth. That's why he tries to suppress it every 
opportunity he gets. He can't stand it. Why? Because the truth sets you free. John 8, 32, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Glory to God. You shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. That's exactly why the devil hates the truth. And that's exactly why Christ is the truth because Christ sets you free. Christ is the logos from the beginning of time. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. It is the highest form of the divine presence, the word. It has no beginning, it has no end. The word of God. And then God said, you know what? When I want to save the world, I'll take the word, package it into a human body and release it into the earth to set the whole world free. Think about that. When God wanted to set the world free, he took his word and put it into a flesh body. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Hallelujah. And I'm just going to tell you a victory tribe. Hear what I'm saying today. Hear what I'm saying is that we're coming into a time and we've been in it now where those that are truly sold out to Christ are going to have to, with everything they've got, stand for the truth and not back down and not compromise, but to stand for the truth. And that's exactly who we are. That's exactly what we do. And that's exactly what we'll be. Those who stand for the truth. Don't care what it brings. Don't care who tries to stop it. We will stand for the truth. Hallelujah. We will stand for the truth. And there's a boldness. See, that's what Peter and John had. That's what the apostles had. We must obey God rather than men. I don't care. It's not because I don't love people. It's not because I have hate in my heart. I'm not a bigot. I don't have hate for people. No, I love everybody. But true love tells the truth. If you know that the lack of truth is going to cause somebody to be destroyed, you don't want to see them. You don't want to see people that you love destroyed. That's the whole point. I don't want to see, I'm not on here railing about these communities because I I want to see them destroyed. I don't want to see them destroyed. But that lifestyle, that thought process leads to destruction. I don't want to see Muslims destroyed. I love Muslims. I want to see Muslims saved by the power of the Holy Ghost. Same with Hindus. Same with New Age uh, whoever, I don't care who it is. I don't, there's nobody in the LGBTQIA community that I hate or don't like. I, I wish, no, I love them. That's the whole reason I'm a preacher. I love people. I want to see them changed by God's power, but you can't do whatever you want and still think that at the end of your life, you're going to be changed and you're going to, you're going to be able to, uh, you know, uh, be in eternity with God. doesn't work that way. That's why I believe that the hyper grace message is so demonic because it it strips from the word of God our responsibility to serve the Lord. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I talk like this, I preach like this, I teach like this because I love people and I want to see them change. But the only thing that will change you is the truth of God's word, is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that will change somebody's life. So I'm not backing down. That's another reason I'm not watering down the power of the Holy Ghost, the message of the Holy Ghost. The the Holy Spirit is the power sent by Jesus to uh, equip the church to do the thing that, that she's called to do. And that is to reap an end time harvest of souls. So I'm not backing down, I'm not being quiet. It's time. 
It is time for us to stand for the truth and not be ashamed of what the Bible says and love people by telling them that there's a, a limited time offer of the gospel before Jesus comes. And so, Father, I pray for every person that's watching that you would give them a new spirit of boldness today, that you would let that spirit of faith be released as they speak the truth in love, as they go after souls, they go after those that are hurting and broken and lost. Empower them today. Empower them. Fresh fire of your Holy Spirit come upon every one of us to do the work that we're called to do. Give us a love for people like we've never had. Give us an urgency to preach the gospel. Give us a boldness to speak the truth in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray, even those that we've been asking you for, those that we've been praying that would come into the kingdom, loved ones, co-workers, I pray in Jesus' mighty name, break down the walls around their heart. Let the message of the gospel come to them and quickly bring them into the kingdom. Let this be the year for household salvation and all of our loved ones and friends coming into the kingdom will rejoice and say, as for me and my house, my friends, we serve the Lord in Jesus' name. We thank you for it and we give you praise. Hallelujah. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.